Counting Pixels, the official video game podcast of Culture Bop. We've got a great episode for you today. Today is the second part of our three-part end-of-the-year blowout. Uh, Here's hoping you haven't completely gotten sick of us just yet because we've got one more of these to go. Um, Hopefully by the end of this, we'll have given you a couple of great episodes to kind of remember that I'm not recording. Um, There we go. God fucking damn it. Uh, Craig was recording. Craig was recording, so uh, we're good on that front. Um, But I will be recording now on my own. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Um, Well, anyway... Uh, yeah, getting back to it, hopefully by the end of this, we'll have given you a couple of great episodes to kind of remember the year of gaming. Uh, so let's go ahead and get right into it. I am your host, the one, the only Bebop man, Josh McMullen, and I am joined by my two co-hosts, Austin, are we done yet, Stevens, and Dylan, we got one more to go, Martin. How is it going, fellas? Go well, fantastic. Go ahead, Austin. I'm sorry to cut you off. Give me your insight. How's it going? I just filled out the outline, if that says anything. Yep, it's going terribly for Austin. He's had a, <laughs> had a bad day. It's and been I a just, rough one. Uh, I just screamed in his ears again. Poor little baby. It's been a rough one. Oh. Tomorrow's going to be worse. <laughs> I want the holiday season over with before I kill myself. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Christmas. I've had enough. Uh, uh, let's abolish Christmas just like all <sighs> Christian fucks think we're doing. Um, just take it from them. <laughs> Make our own thing. I mean, really, what more do they need? Honestly. Um, yeah, I'm just fucking around. Uh, I'm not. Uh, Neither oh, am I. Oh, oh my. I want everybody to enjoy their holidays. I'd rather uh, than not. You celebrate. Uh, just don't come to Target. Yeah, there you go. Or Or any retailer, honestly. Ever. I'm going to come to your target specifically on Amazon. Just grow naturally. Kill your own cows. (laughs) Kill your own pigs. Grow your own corn. Exactly. Yeah. Stop coming to Target. Stop coming to Walmart. I'm going to come to your store specifically on Christmas Eve, and I'm going to stay until closing and not buy anything. Oh, that's that's fine. I'll just... You will be watched. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. AP will be like, (laughs) fuck you. Well, Kelly... Well, now Kelly's kind of scrappy. Shout out to Kelly. Scrappy. What's that noise? Um, what noise? Uh, nothing. Uh, okay. <laughs> there, there is no noise. Um, no. I think. It's only the noise of the podcast moving forward. Yeah. All right. And here we go. Speaking of which, let's talk about what we've been playing real quick. All right. Before we get into our great main topic. Let's uh, speed start, run this. Uh, you're right. Um, so I've been playing some more Miles Morales, guys. and uh, Oh, yeah? I I don't want to re, recant what I said last week, uh, but it has gotten better. Uh, I'll say that much. Uh, the The more I've gone along, the more character re- interactions I've had with with everyone, and mm-hmm. it's starting to it's starting to coalesce. Um, I still am not sure that I like it as much as 2018, but uh, it's getting there. Um, I've learned. Almost all of Miles's powers at this point. I think I'm only missing one. Um, and this what, what are you missing? There's only two. Uh, I, I thought there was one per skill tree. 
Or, no. Or one per per each zone of the skill tree. No, there's only two. Oh well. One of the one of the skill trees is just like uh, I think one of the skill trees is just like web swinging or something. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I yeah, I, I guess I do have them all. Um, I could have sworn there was another one. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So still good, still playing it. Uh, hopefully, I'll be done by the time we record our game of the year episode. Where are you? Where are you at? Um, I don't know. I think it said like sixty percent. I just okay. Uh, I think the last. I'm pretty sure the last mission I did was the one where you go and find the cell phone in Roxon. That's so weird. I just did that same mission last night. Yeah. So, yeah, good stuff. That's cool. Um, Austin, you've been playing more SD Gundam. Yeah, you can. Uh, I don't have anything else to say. I'm just ready to be done with this fucking game. Jesus. You're, not. You're a no, I'm not. You My dick is hard the whole time. Well, so there's 15 campaigns to go through. And okay. I, fi- I finished five. Fuck that. So almost as long as Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I, I think when I when I went back. I don't really know why I bought it again, because I've already 100 percented the game on Switch already. And like when I bought it and redownloaded it, I deleted my progress. So I forced myself to start over. And I think to 100 percent at the first time, I think it took me like 300 hours ish, maybe nice. about 250, 300. I just I'm I'm a Gundam fanatic. I have been literally since I was watching Gundam uh, fucking Gundam Wing on Toonami in elementary school. So it's just always kind of been a thing that I always go back to. Mm. Madison hates it. She hates it so much. <laughs> I I got her to watch the first episode of Wing the other day, and she was like, I will kill myself if you make me watch another episode of that, because that was awful. I love that Dylan took out more SD Gundam because you were like, I don't know what more I've got to say. And then you started talking about it, so he added it back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's cool. It's uh, it's keeping me occupied through the shitty holiday season. So, yeah, I'm probably I'm I'm I got a lot of off time coming up, and I'm gonna dedicate an entire day to just grinding out Ghost of Tsushima and knock that shit out. Good, good. Because it really shouldn't take me that. I should be able to finish it in a day or two if I just literally only do that. Yeah, if you literally only do that, then yeah. Because it's <laughs> Which is still fine. like a 50, 60 hour game. Oh, okay. So maybe three. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, uh, Dylan, I actually jumped in on your stream today. You were playing hey. Star of the Dragon. I was. That's been my only game. I'm uh I'm joining the challenge runners, man. I'm going for a no damage run on the original. Well, not of the reignited trilogy, the original Spire of the Dragon. Um, So yesterday, yeah, yesterday I got my first full run in with a grand total of three hours and 30 minutes and 29 hits. And then today I crushed that shit with a two hour and eight minute time and only nine hits through the entire game. So I'm making oh, shit. hella progress. Yep. Yeah, so you're getting there. This is something that I am very excited about. I'm just loving every second of it. It's a learning experience. Every time I'm going through, I have true speedrunners 
coming into the uh, chat for me and like giving me some extra tips. Like there's a, there's a place and one of the very last levels that I have to complete that I can skip the whole world by just doing like a, a special jump. It's really super cool that I have people in there trying to help me out like that. So that's super cool. Yeah. Having a lot of fun. This is something that I've been wanting to do since I kind of joined that joined, uh, joined that challenge run community just by watching i'm not good enough to beat one of the Soulsborne games uh no hit so it was kind of up to me to find something that i am good at and i was like no better thing to do than the game that i grew up with spire of the dragon and i'm crushing it like i've made huge progress in the past day and i'm just getting better with it so i'm having a lot of fun with it nice oh yeah um yeah i i was watching and uh i mean you were doing great, man. Like, thank you. I'm, yeah, I'm, I've been I've been lacking in the stream department. I haven't been hopping on the last couple of days like I have been. <sighs> well, I, I mean that's okay, but I mean I do appreciate that appreciate it, Josh, because you joined at a good time too, because that was like the third world, and I was like on one of the more difficult levels that I had issues with yesterday. So I do appreciate it. I'm learning a lot. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're doing a great job with uh, communicating with the chat, also. Like. Oh yeah. Um, there's s- s- small streamers I see all the time. That's one of the mistakes they make is just not talking to the chat at all. And I think that's, it's one of my favorite parts. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Cause that's one of my favorite parts is interacting with everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's what I love. And that's, I'm not going to lie. A part of the reason why I take some hits now and then is cause I'll be super in depth reading the chat and then I'll just look back over at the le- and I just fumble something like I go into autopilot for a lot of the game. But then the one time that I look at chat, it's like, oh, fuck, and I get hit <laughs> by something. But hell yeah, it, it's good. It's good. I'm having a lot of fun. That's yeah, that's really cool that that you're doing that, because I like Josh said, I like if I hop into a stream and they're just like completely zoned out playing the game and like people are trying to like interact with them and they're just kind of ignoring them. Then I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm getting off this. Yeah. See, I'm not trying like I, if I was going to do that, I just wouldn't even stream like streaming to me is about building a community. Yeah, exactly. To come in. So I'm, I'm trying my best and it's growing every day. I'm learning more every day. Like I'm, I've got my stream settings nailed down. Like I'm getting uh great, great frame rate. I have no dropped frames. And then like I got, things coming in the next couple of weeks to months that's just going to add to the stream even more so i'm excited about that too hell yes nice uh well um i've been playing more assassin's creed valhalla boom tell me about it so uh i've gotten a little bit further i played more miles morales than i did um valhalla this week uh I'm I'm still really really enjoying that combat a lot. Um and Avor is really starting to open up open up as a character for me. Um she felt very one note for like a, a really long time during the intro part. Uh or I I don't want to say intro part cuz I still haven't seen the splash screen that says Assassin's Creed Valhalla yet. Uh which my understanding is like 10 hours in. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh, she is she is starting to for sure open it up as a character. Like I'm starting to enjoy her more uh, and her interactions with everyone. Um, one of the the last things that I remember uh, really really vividly because um, I've just kind of been going around and doing like a whole bunch of like 
various side quests and like going on raids and shit like that. Uh, but as far as story is concerned, one of the last things that I remember like really super vividly is uh, one of her interactions with uh, what's her uh, adopted brother's name? Sigurd, I think. Yeah, Sigurd. Um, and just the banter between the two of them was like wonderful the entire time they were together. I was, I was really enjoying their relationship. And, uh, I, I also am really liking one thing that I feel like started to get lost in like specifically with like two and three, I felt like, or not two, sorry, with like, um, what was the one after brotherhood, like revelations and three, is I, for whatever reason, it stopped feeling like Assassin's Creed to me where you had the Order of Assassins and like you were, for lack of a better term, like you were going out and doing missions for them. Uh, Like one of the things about like two that I think is great, but also kind of like got away from that formula that the first one set up was that, to set you down the path of like you join the order, but like a lot of the stuff that you do is like personal, like revenge quest. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like the first one was less about that. It was more like you went on missions, but to kill people because you were an assassin sort of thing. And, uh, this one starts out with the revenge quest sort of thing from what I can gather from what I've played. And then, branches out i guess uh because you start building like a community and then like uh th- i remember talking with the the people from the assassins uh guild if that's what you want to call it um i don't know it just it reminds me when i when i was like talking with those guys and interacting with them and shit like that it reminded me of assassins creed 1 a lot more than the games have in the last couple that I played. Yeah. Uh, this one's connecting with me slowly. Um, I'm not ready to give up on it just yet. Uh, but knowing how much more I have to play to get to the ending is, uh, I get there. Yeah. Well, wasn't the first game was, I, I don't know. In my opinion, the first game was a little bit of a revenge quest too. Because the whole point, the whole reason he was going after uh, the the Templars in the first place is because at the beginning of the game, he was demoted. He was trying to earn his uh, um, honor, I guess. Yeah, He had to go by the code to get yeah. back to where he was with Alma Willem, which is mm-hmm. the bad guy in the end. Um, Josh, I'm excited for two reasons. I'm excited because first off you're playing as female Eivor and I did not know that. Yes. So that gives us two different perspectives. I wonder if anything, if at all will change. I sincerely doubt it. I think the, uh, I think they went with the route that makes it pretty, um, what is it? Ambiguous both ways. It goes, it can go yeah. either way. Um, but the second thing that excites me is that you're giving this one a shot and you think that it, uh, correlates with that older feeling of the Assassin's Creed games. And I think you should wholeheartedly give origins a chance after this. I know it backtracks by two games, but that is the start of the brotherhood. And it's a fantastic opening back into that feel of being a part of the order. So I, I mean, I think you, I think you 
got a bright future view with Assassin's Creed if you wind up liking this one. Oh yeah, for sure. If if I end up liking this one, I'm definitely going to go back. Uh, I might actually do the um, thing that I had talked about uh, where I go back from one and play all the way up. I recommend that too, um, specifically because I like a lot of the older games that a lot of people did not. Like I mm-hmm. really enjoyed Unity and Syndicate. Um, I thought they were both really good games. Wow. But, yeah. I, um, I'm an Assassin's Creed fan, though, so that's worth a grain of salt. Yeah, I always get fucking shit on for 3 being my favorite game in the franchise. And 3 was great, too. I mean, it, I fucking love 3. I could play it, that shit yeah. a million times. And that's the only one we've ever seen, if I'm not mistaken, America in. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think you were in America and Rogue for uh, part of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that, believe it or not, that's the one I have not played. Everyone like says it's so great because it switches up the formula, but I just never got around to playing it. I don't know it, what my it's OK. Is. It's OK. You play as a Templar in that one, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you get to you get to kind of see Rogue takes place like right between um, Black Flag and and uh, and three. So like you get to see how the um, the um, the colony sect of the Assassin's Order kind of fell and how it ended up being pretty much just Achilles by the time Connor rose to be an assassin. You also get to see why he walks with a cane because Haytham blew his fucking kneecaps out. That's the best. But is the best. Uh, speaking of blowing kneecaps out, though, you've been playing a Saints Row 30. Also? Did I put 30? No, you put three. I saw 30. Oh, okay. Because yeah, Dylan was yeah. around. God damn it. I'm watching a UFC stream. I couldn't have possibly done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking everybody shits on Saints Row 3. For no one shits on Saints Row 3. Bullshit. Bullshit. Saints Row 3 is almost universally the one that is looked at as the best. I have, they got good dildos in, in my game. life. They do have good dildos in that game. Uh, every time, every, every time there's some sort of news article about, uh, vi- violation, volition, what, what the fuck ever. Every time there's some sort of new news article regarding saints Row three, everybody is just screaming in the fucking comments about how bad three and four are and about how fucking fantastic and amazing two was, even though it looks like it belongs on a PS one. No, two is I think the worst one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two is my second favorite. Two has got like some. Uh, I don't want to get into this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a very different opinion from everybody else. Everyone else loves that fucking game because of all the mm-hmm. customization, blah blah. But like, there's not was, a lot of it though. I feel like it was just one with like some cosmetic upgrades. Yeah, essentially. I mean, like, literally the only fucking difference between one and two are the gangs you have to go after and the fact that your character actually fucking talks. Yeah. Like That's it. That, that That's it. literally it. Three actually changed up the formula a little bit. Yeah. Right? Like you're the head of the saints. Like mm-hmm. four, four, it just gets wacky and I kind of love it because of how. Like, yeah, it's so it. stupid. Yeah. But. Well, yeah. two, and you're the head of the Saints in two, but you're the head of like a rebuilding Saints, like pretty yeah. much starting from the ground up. I, I adore two because it's the first Saints World game that I played. Uh, um, yeah. I played I had, one first. Yeah. So my, my stepdad, I think I've talked about it before. My stepdad used to buy storage units and like flip whatever was in them. Yeah. 
And uh, one time we found a big box of video games, whatever. It's the same place that my copy of Final Fantasy VII came from, um, which I looked for the other day and coincidentally cannot find. So don't know what happened to that. Um, but there was also a copy of Saints Row 1 and 2, and I went to play the first one, and it wouldn't work. And I took I took it out of my Xbox and was trying to figure out why. Uh, whoever previously had it gave it a really bad case of laser burn, and it just did not fucking work. Mm. Um, so I started hashtag with go digital. Honestly. Go digital. Were digital games even a thing back then? No. Were they not? PC could you game. not down? Could you not download games off of a 360 marketplace? No, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, oh, you can. Okay, I didn't know that. I never did that. So I, I was also in like elementary school, middle school when I had a 360. So. I don't know. Wow. By the time that the uh the Xbox One was rolling around, I was already on the digital train. Really? I was buying, I was buying most of my shit digitally. Oh shit. Dude, it was I, just uh, it was so much easier. Yeah, I feel that. It it would hundred percent fucking is. Um but uh no three I don't know. I I I I guess you've seen different. I've never seen people praise three. I've always seen people shit on it. Yeah, I because three started to get a little wacky. Yeah, that and I like not only was it the one that got wacky or was starting to get wacky, but like it offered up the most. I felt like I I don't want to say different because it was still the same gameplay, but like yeah. it was the one that offered up something mm-hmm. different compared to the first two. I super fucking unique. Yeah. I think the biggest reason why I love three and I think I talked to somebody about this the other day, like, so say you've never seen a single bit of gameplay from a saints from saints row one or two, never seen a single bit of it, never heard of it. Say you've never seen a single bit of GTA. If you put both of those games side by side, you will think they're the same fucking thing because they are almost the same fucking thing. At least that era of grand theft auto. I'm not going to lie. I haven't played a GTA game since vice city. But um, oh, get the fuck out of here! I don't like GTA. I uh, I that's, I mean that's fair, but it's just, and, I yeah. can't believe you didn't play five. Well, no, so I played the multiplayer in five. I've never played the campaign in five, but I've played the multiplayer with like homies and shit, and I I still don't really care for it. I don't know. That's a whole other thing though. But um, I like that Saints Row Third was the first game in the series that like. You can't put Saints Row Third next to next to a GTA game and coincidentally think they're the same thing. Like you're not gonna do that. They are very very different fucking games at that point. To me, anyway. I mean, you don't have fucking hover bikes in GTA. Well, I don't know. Maybe now you do in GTA Five. Yeah. But I don't know. I haven't played that game in a fucking minute. But I'm enjoying it. I was gonna try streaming it, and then I was like, wait a second, it's 2020. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Yeah. Um, and I was having issues for, for whatever fucking reason. Uh, if you try to stream Saints Row the Third, I'm sure there's an option in there that I just need to figure out and fix. Um, when you try to stream Saints Row the Third, it's like when it's at, when you're streaming it, it's like a fourth of the screen for some fucking reason. And I thought I thought it was my OBS settings, but then I did like a test stream of Fortnite, and Fortnite was perfectly fine. Uh, it could be the... Uh... I don't know. It's an it's a much older game. It might default to like 720p or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, on top of that, be be wary of what you stream because now we're in the days of DMCA. 
So you're going to have yeah. music because you will get stricken. Like I did that for cyberpunk. I do that for literally everything. Oh yeah. I fucking forgot about that. I forgot three has like a bunch of major fucking artists yeah, yeah, and their fucking soundtrack. All licensed music. Yeah, right. I forgot about that. Shit, I might have to. I'll, I don't know. So, I probably won't. So, uh, what what settings did you have to do, Dylan? On Cyberpunk, they they actually they are very so. It's one thing that CD Projekt Red did right. They are very aware of the DMCA situation going on, and there is a way that you can turn off copyrighted music within the game, and then it'll only play like original tracks or non copyrighted music inside cool. of the game itself. It is. It's very cool. They did great. Um, I th- I thought that was a great implementation. Hell yeah. That is cool. That's really fucking good. That way you don't have to just play the whole fucking game muted or with no fucking right. music. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Um, they, yeah, that because that's the same issue that like people who um, uh, people uh, people who try to stream like Kingdom Hearts and shit. You uh, I remember when Kingdom Hearts three was coming out, it was a really big deal that they were cracking down on streamers who would stream the actual intro to the game. Like you weren't allowed to do that for whatever fucking reason because it's a licensed um, artist. I feel bad, and I need to take back what I just said. I didn't mean to say like CD Projekt Red did nothing else right. <laughs> I think the developers did really great. It's the fucking CEOs that were pieces of shit. So I really take that back. That was not what I meant to say at all. I feel bad. I didn't even catch that. Honestly. Yeah, I, I really love you guys, CD Projekt Red. Love The Witcher. Gonna be a tattoo one day. Don't hate me. Gotta love them devs. Yeah, <sighs> I need to play The Witcher Three. I downloaded it on my PC, and I haven't you played it. Yet. Definitely do it. I've been trying to convince one of my buddies to no hit the shit, but he won't do it because it's so long. <laughs> I understand that completely. Yeah, I couldn't do that either. God damn! Fuck well, that. Uh, speaking of long things, it's been a long year. It has. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about your penis. No, no. Uh, okay. That's well, let me talk about mine. All right. No, I'm oh, go <laughs> we both had the same joke. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, yeah. God, what did he just say? <sighs> just leave it in as a surprise when you're editing the thing. <laughs> Wonder, I'm so excited. Let me that's, that's why when I started my playthrough of Cyberpunk, I made my dick extra large to overcompensate. Oh, my oh. God. I just did it for accurate representation. Booyah. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. This is bad. Yeah. uh, No more dick talk. Uh, Okay. Listen, every year it gets this time of year and everyone starts putting out their game of the year nominees and winners and we're no different. I think I just copied and pasted this because I remember saying this last week. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you oh, did lord but it's a nice segue it's like a recap it's like yeah. watching an episode of a show and then like you forget what happens the next week so you get that little 30 second recap yeah so all right well so yeah in the interest of giving everyone smaller and more digestible episodes we've decided it's beneficial to break those things up and we're doing separate shows for separate things this week's episode is all about next year that's right. We're all forward to next year. Uh, this will be an annual tradition for us going forward. And the basic premise is that we're going to do a prediction show, which we will tally up every year. And the winner will be the king slash queen of the podcast for the following year. 
uh, <laughs> each person has come up with three personal predictions that we will all either say like yes or no to, uh, and then we'll tally those points when this episode arrives again next year. And there will be one ultimate prediction at the very end worth three points to anyone who gets it right, but minus five if they get it wrong. Oh, boy. So with all of that out of the way, let's get into it. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll start off with my first prediction. And my Let first prediction it. is... Hideo Kojima's new game will be announced in 2021. Wrong. What did they just announce or do the, sh- what did they just do? Uh, they did death stranding, which uh, came out. Uh, no, like, are, no, like they, they had a conference or something, right? Or has it not happened yet? Like they were supposed to have one, like in the past couple of days. Um, hang on. There's look this this, up. Yeah, it's some um, kind of show, and they were like, "Tune in, so and so day," because we got big things coming. So I thought I saw something about that. Kojima Productions. Let's see what Kojima Productions dot jp slash en has to say. Uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid Remastered Collection coming out. I'm I'm joking. I don't know that. So there are rumors that Bluepoint Games, who's the studio who did Ooh, Demon Souls. Demon Souls, and they did the uh 2018 uh Shadow of the Colossus remake. Um there's rumors that they're making a Metal Gear or they're remaking Metal Gear Solid. Mm. Uh well, Kojima Productions website does not want to open up for me. That'd be cool. Uh, uh, teasing new announcement tomorrow. And that was four days ago on Dual Shockers. Um, teasing some exciting updates. Uh, you know, I am not seeing anything. Um, what the fuck? I didn't make any of that up. I swear to God, I didn't. Uh, uh, okay. So Kojima production celebrates fifth anniversary with thanks videos and merch, but no game announcements. Oh, okay. Well, that was dumb. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh, Kojima productions. Yeah. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Well, that, well, that bodes well though. So they didn't announce anything yet, but they very well could this coming year. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know anything about it cause I didn't have any interest in it. Did, Death Stranding receive any DLC, or do you think it would? Uh, it did not receive any DLC to my knowledge, and I don't think that it will. Kojima usually doesn't work like that. Uh, okay. Metal Gear Solid 5 didn't have any. Metal Gear Solid 4, I'm pretty sure, didn't have any. Um, and then 2 and 3 were both on the PS2, and DLC wasn't really a thing back then. Okay. So I asked that question for your prediction and when did death stranding come out two years ago uh yes it was near the end of 2018 or no 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 no, no. it was near the end of 2019 that it came out oh shit damn see that's how little i paid attention to it um it's been a year so do you think that's a viable thing that they would announce? Well, announcing a new game is not like it's going to come out anytime soon. So that's yeah, exactly. And for me, I'm going to, I, I'm saying yes on this one. And the reason that I'm saying that is because 
they announced that they were making a new game when they announced the studio, which is like, of course you're making a new game, but like they were like, this is what we're doing. Like within a matter of months, they were like, yeah, we're working on this game. It's called death stranding. It's going to be awesome. So, yeah. So, I mean, that seems feasible. Like, are you counting? So uh, this is a new title, right? This isn't like a remaster of all the Metal Gear Solids or anything like that. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, let me clarify that. Uh, Kojima's new game. Yeah, his new game will be announced. Okay. So. Yeah, I'll uh, say yeah. I think that could happen. Um, like, I don't follow him a lot because I've never truly been a fan of Metal Gear Solid. Um, nor was I even remotely caring about Death Stranding, to be honest. For, I, nothing against them or the game. I just wasn't excited for it. Had a lot of other games to play. But I've, I can I can see that being feasible. I think we might get some news, especially um, after this year. Because he's been kind of quiet this year, right? After Death Stranding. Like, nothing really has yeah, been said. Yeah, he really hasn't done... Uh, like, I follow him on... Uh, I think Instagram, it's it's either that or Twitter. I don't remember which. And he's constantly posting shit, but I haven't seen him talk about anything really in a while. So, okay. Well, then I think a new IP is very feasible. I think we might see that then. Yeah. How did how did Death Stranding do? Uh, it did okay. Uh, and the, the reason why I ask is because I, I remember... I don't remember when it came out. I just remember around the time it came out being in GameStop, um, the one outside of the Mall of Georgia, and there was like four people who came in and were asking if there were any way that they could return their copy of Death Stranding. Um, the only thing I'm seeing here, it says, is in May 2020, there was an interview given, and Kojima stated that Death Stranding sold enough to recoup the development cost and turn a profit. Um, so, oh, so it didn't do too bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it according to this, um, did better than Avengers. Uh, it's just just since we're on the topic, it is currently half off on Steam. If anyone cared, what Death Stranding? Yeah. Oh, see, I thought it was a PlayStation exclusive. It was. It came to Steam just this year. Oh, it's okay. like Horizon Zero Dawn. That's why I'm excited for the future of Sony making Bloodborne or fucking Demon Souls available on PC. Listen, please, God. Listen, you fucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, according to this, at some at one point on PlayStation Network, it had reached an estimated total of three million players. So it had to have sold at least three million copies on PlayStation. Okay, so that's not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty. I mean, I would say that's pretty decent. Also, I want to state this real quick for just for the record. Metal Gear Solid 5, uh, which came out in 2015, was first teased in 2012. So oh. Kojima has a habit of showing stuff before it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'm trying to look into something real quick. Um, Kon- Konami canceled uh pt or or silent hills or whatever oh yeah which was kojima's game uh after he started uh like after he had finished phantom pain he was going to work on that um and that was canceled in 2015 so he announced uh death 
or yeah, he announced Death Stranding. Uh, hang on. Sorry, I'm just trying to find this real quick. Um, it entered full development in 2017. Uh, and he already had uh, trailers for it by the end of that year. So, I mean, so a full two years before it came. Like, he has a habit of showing things before they happen. That was mm-hmm. a three-year dev cycle for Death Stranding. So... I, I just, I think that it is totally conceivable that he's like, yeah, here's my new game. So, but, uh, I'm saying yes. Austin, you say yes. Yes. I am okay. going with ye. Okay. And Dylan, you're a yes. Also. Awesome. Um, Austin, your first prediction, sir. Yes. My first prediction is. For whatever reason, I've noticed this with a lot of Japanese companies. Um, I think that Breath of the Wild is going to be given a release date. Definitely sometime this year, but I don't think it's going to come out this year. I think the earliest we'll see Breath of the Wild 2 will be sometime in 2022. Okay. Just just judging by the by the development cycle of Breath of the Wild on its own, I mean, honestly, it, it, it's a total possibility that we won't even see Breath of the Wild 2 on this version of the Switch that's current that currently exists. I don't I don't I don't really see Nintendo phasing the phasing the first model of the Switch out that quickly because it's been what 4 years now? Uh it'll, it'll be, be it'll be 5. No, it'll be 5 in March, right? Nope. Came out Oh, 2017, that's right. I was thinking it came out in 2016. Um I think it got announced like halfway through 2016. That's why I was thinking that but um, yeah, I I don't know. I really fucking want that game. But they also just gave us fucking a second Hyrule Warriors, just a blue ball us and tie us over. Um, yeah, but to be fair, that's a that was an Omega Force game. Yeah, that it was, was, but it's a direct tie in with Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and that's kind of why I feel like. So I want to say. I'd no. say no. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I definitely believe this will be a 2021 title. And I think really good. I think Hyrule Warriors, whatever the fuck it is, was a good tie mm-hmm. into this to put us on the on the spectrum, on the path to getting Breath of the Wild 2. I think Nintendo, as far as I know, is not really looking at anything huge in 2021. And I think this would be a big, big uh, selling point for them at some point in the year. I don't know when. I expect more information on it within the next few months. And then I expect we'll have a release date mm-hmm. probably sometime around the middle of next year, probably towards yeah. E3. Yeah. If however the fuck that works. Um, I but have you guys seen anything at all about the story from Hyrule War from the second Hyrule Warriors? No. Because no, I, I genuinely don't I genuinely do not understand how Breath of the Wild 2 is going to have a sequel story. I don't get it. Because 
I kind of feel like Nintendo just wrote themselves into a corner. Uh, I mean, it's possible, but the timeline for Zelda is already completely fucked. They're like, what, three different chronologies? Yeah, there's yeah, there's three. Well, technically four, because we still don't have any real confirmation of where Breath of the Wild falls in because it has elements from all three timelines. So we still have no idea where it falls. Yeah, so. So I would say four, honestly, but <clears throat> the reason why I say that is because they introduced time travel in Hyrule Warriors, and I don't know how I feel about that. It's not the first time a Zelda game has done time travel, obviously, but like they 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 beat Ganon at the end of a Breath of the Wild prequel because everyone from Breath of the Wild traveled back in time to help them. So like, what are you going to do? Like, where, where does it go from here? I don't, I don't understand, but maybe it's going to be like a Majora's mask situation. But yeah. Uh, well, I, I definitely am not going to try to put a damper on your things, um, but I want to point out one thing and mm-hmm. this is part of the reason that I say no next year is the 35th anniversary of Zelda. Mm-hmm. So correct. I, I think that they're going to do something big for it. Uh, and what could be bigger than fucking breath of the wild too. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh. And, and with, with the, with the exception of, uh, what was it? Um, Link's Awakening, the mm-hmm. the remake this year. Yeah, Nintendo hasn't released an, an a, another Zelda game mm-hmm. since uh, twenty seventeen, which was um, oh my god, Breath of the Wild. Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, so I I don't know. I think yeah, it's Link's Awakening time. was twenty eighteen, right? No, that was last year. Are you sure? I'm I'm pretty positive. Hang on, let me just. Double check. I, I thought it was 2018. Uh, remake of Link's Awakening, September 20 of uh, 2019. Oh, okay. I what the fuck, dude? My, I'm so tired. Yeah, my whole uh, timeline is fucked up. So, but um, ah, I, I don't know. I personally, I I see them giving us another filler next year to take a little bit more time. Um, just because that kind of seems to be how Zelda works. So we'll see. We will see indeed. Uh, so I'm having second thoughts about mine and I, I'm going to go yeah. with the second one first. Okay. And then I'm going to, I'll come back to the first one. Cause I'm, I'm thinking about mm-hmm. some things. Um, my first prediction is I truly believe the Sinnoh remakes will be announced for, from Nintendo uh, this coming year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a long time coming. We have finished, I'm not going to say for sure, finished the Sword and Shield expansions, but as far as I can tell, they're probably finished with it. Um, I have no reason to believe otherwise. Yeah. And this is the next set of remakes slated to happen after Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire many, many moons ago. So mm-hmm. I truly believe the Sinnoh remakes are next on the plate. It's something the fans have been wanting for a very long time, just like they wanted the Hoenn remakes, and this is the next one slated to come. And we do not have a remake yet on the Nintendo Switch outside of Let's Go, which does not count. It is not a mainline game. So I truly believe the Sinnoh games are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say yes. 
for sure, because I think that it has been a long time coming. The games are now over 10 years old. I believe. Yeah. And they usually tend to stick to a pattern when it comes to shit like that. Yeah. So, it's usually mainline remake, mainline remake. I what talking about. I know a lot of people are still thinking it's going to be a let's go Johto, but I, and I that's, genuinely, that's my only qualm is that I think that is a viable option as well, but I'm with you. I genuinely do not believe that will happen yet. I, I, I genuinely feel like game freak at this point, after all the backlash they have, they received off sword and shield. I, you would have to be an idiot to sit in a fucking boardroom meeting in game freak and be like, yeah, Let's let's do let's go Johto over the literal game that people have been asking for for the last six fucking years. Let's do that instead. That'll really help. our. Yes, I truly believe this will bring them back from the the precipice of disaster with what happened with Sword and Shield. I think this is a great Mm -hmm. way for them to come back from it and be like surprised because everyone has wanted this for a very long time. And I think it's just the most common sense thing for them to do next I don't think we're going to get the next iteration of Pokemon this year. I don't think we're going to get a let's go game. I do believe it will be the fourth generation remakes. The, the biggest, the biggest, I guess, quote unquote evidence, I would say that I could think of to go off and say that we are going to get gen four remakes is the fact that just like with sun and moon um, in the data mine for sword and shield, there were key items that only exist in diamond pearl and platinum that show up in sword and shields data. And that's tip. That's something that a developer like Game Freak will do. They will create a game. They will create a mainline game, and then underneath all that coding, somewhere in the data, they'll put they'll put items that they're going to use for a remake because it's going to be running off the same fucking engine, and it's already there. That well, better be fucking better. And then the other thing is, if you pay, if you if you look at the pokey at the at the full completed pokédex of sword and shield or i guess maybe incomplete is the better word um <laughs> the majority of pokemon missing from that pokédex are sino pokemon yes my favorite fucking one i can't don't get me started we're not going down this road i'll get so fucking mad and i think that the i think the best thing game freak could do would be to release diamond and pearl remakes with Pretty much every Pokemon, because there's only like what? There's only like two or three hundred maybe missing from Sword and Shield now. Yes, that's it. And most of them are from the fucking fourth gen. So they could totally add the rest of those into Diamond and Pearl, update Sword and Shield to allow those returning Pokemon to come in. That way, fully completing the Pokedex in both games, having a national dex again or living dex if you're a fucking psychopath. But ha- like having that all come for full circle, making Sword and Shield compatible with Diamond and Pearl, like all the fucking remakes we ha- we've had in in years past have been. Like I I I feel like I genuinely don't understand. I can't think of a reason why Game Freak would not do that because this and, this is their stepping stone to get their fucking throne back. Yes, and I will end this by saying, uh, very similar to what. Josh just said next year marks Pokemon's 25th anniversary since the initial release on the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. So I think something big is coming. They, and I do they believe have it will be to this. do something big. Yes. There, there's a lot of rumors right now of them doing like a master collection for the Switch. And I, as down as I would be for that, 
I think that that is an extreme waste of time and development. Yeah. Even I mean, though, fuck me, I'll take it, but I'm pretty sure. The I'll other buy one, it. Yeah. I do but, believe we are getting the big boy announcement this coming year. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, fuck it. I mean, it's the 25th anniversary. They could do both. They could surprise us and do both. You're not wrong. That's a very real possibility. And I, when I say both, I mean the Master Collection, fine, or the Let's Go Johto and yeah. uh, the 4th Gen Remix. I mean, it could happen. I don't know. It's a big year for them, but I for sure think Sinnoh Remix are coming. Okay, let's do all three. Let's get it. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say no. <clears throat> okay. Well, I, I just don't have any faith in any faith in, in the Pokemon company. They like, uh, or, or game freak. Yeah. Because, uh, it's more they, the Pokemon company at this point. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I just, I don't think that they have had their pulse on what the gamers have wanted for quite some time. Yeah. And I just, I, I don't see them bringing something that that the fans are clamoring for back yeah but that's me being cynical (laughs) no i see your point i at this it's like when a dev gives you so many fuck-ups it's kind of hard to hope for the best out of them at that point you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i think the only reason why i still hold on to hope is just nostalgia (laughs) <laughs> and because I know for a fact, no matter what the fuck they got, they're put out, I'm going to buy both versions of it anyway, because that's what I always fucking do. So who knows? Maybe I'm part of the problem. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm definitely, definitely part, part of the problem. problem. <laughs> I'm absolutely part of the problem. Considering that I, I, I was totally done with Pokemon after Gen 6. I was like, OK, I'm an adult now. I don't care about this shit anymore. And then I saw I saw Sun and Moon. And I was like, oh, that looks fucking stupid. Everything looks dumb. And then I bought them, both of them. And the expansion pass, sight unseen. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of here for this again. So uh, it's it's blind nostalgia fanboyness at this point. Yeah. So give it them Pokemon. Give it me them Pokemon. I want something to be given to me give it given to me mm, um tell me. i'll give you sweet love uh well uh that's all fine and dandy but what i really want austin <laughs> is for microsoft to announce <laughs> tell me what you really want <laughs> i want microsoft to announce another new from the ground up studio yes could like you fucking imagine i am going to go ahead and make my prediction as no. I don't think that they're going to do it. Thank but God. I want it to happen so far. I thought I was going to be the only one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I. The thing is, is I, I want them to, and I think that they need to, because I think that just having the studios that they have, who they all bought, so all of the, all of the talent that uh, is in the studios that they bought was already there. Mm-hmm. They they have not acquired any new talent outside of you know whatever. They need another new studio, yeah, a completely new one, and they need to get some fresh eyes in there. They need to steal from fucking Naughty Dog. They need to steal from fucking Sucker Punch. They need to steal from, uh, well, most of the Nintendo stuffs in Japan, but they need to steal from fucking Nintendo. Like they're pretty much steal from every dev that's doing a better job than any of their developers are. Yeah, which is like, man, like most of the market. 
So I believe that I'm with Josh. I will say they will not. And a huge part of the reason why I will say they will not is because they have acquired so many um, just new developers over the past few years, right? Mm-hmm. We've not seen jack shit from any, from of, any them. of them. Like at not a all. Fucking not a one. No. And I think that they need to focus on getting some stuff out right now and not trying to make more promises from studios that we won't see any particular products for, for a long while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think a new one is coming. I think it's totally within their reign of possibility, but I don't think that we will see one this year announced. I think they're going to try and get some of this shit out that they've been working on for many moons. That's just going to be my tagline is many moons. I say it once per podcast, many moons. Yep. Fuck AT and T. There we go. There yeah. we go. That's, your, that's your tagline. Uh, I do. I said it the last one too. But uh, oh, okay. AT and T is going to send a mercenary team through your apartment tonight. You're not wrong. <laughs> the FBI is going to let them know. Uh, oh God, I hope not. Been listening to my dick jokes. Listen to them dick jokes. Uh, I'll listen to dick jokes all day. We had a whole beginning of the podcast or beginning of this section actually mm-hmm. talked about dicks. Yep. You guys remember yeah. that happened I do. 15 minutes. And it just so happens <laughs> that the three of us are giant fucking dicks. So and it's true. Can I just talk are. about how angry this this is super off topic. Can I talk about how angry oh. I am in Cyberpunk when you're creating your character and you choose your dick? When you swivel like when you spin your character around, it doesn't flop, and that pisses me off so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me so fucking agitated. Uh, well, what makes me agitated is I've not heard your perspective on this Microsoft Studio thing. Yeah, yeah. You've written down yes. <laughs> but you haven't told I'm gonna, us I'm why. Gonna say I'm going to say yes solely for the simple fact that at this point I don't I don't care. I don't care what Microsoft does, honestly. They I'm I guess that's not totally true because they have Bethesda. So I do kind of care because I want new Fallout that's not more support for 76. I kind of want that game to die so they can do other stuff. But I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I think they're going to keep trying to like beat a dead horse with that. And I hate that. Trying to make fetch happen. Yeah. It's never going to happen. They should just stop. Um, I would love like a, like a, like a Fallout 5 or. You know, oh my god, dude! Like a Fallout, well, a Fallout remaster, that'd be you great. You know that that's not for fucking like fifteen years. Yeah, right? dude, it's gonna be a long fucking time. I, I was talking to Madison the other day. I was like, literally, all I need for Microsoft right now in my life is a new Vegas remaster, and I'll be happy. I, they could do anything, and I wouldn't care. It would not bother me because they gave me that. But um, I just, so I don't trust just pause so I don't your care. statement because. I have heard this is the second time this week that I've heard this and apparently it might be a possibility. I have no sources, but people that have Mm -hmm. no hit run the game, sped run the game, whatever. This was brought up in conversation this week and they were saying, mind you, I hate fallout, have no interest in it whatsoever, but I was listening to what they had to say. Yeah, and apparently it's being talked about. So that's, that's all I'm saying. Is a remaster might be possible. I don't know. Oh, I'm just letting you know, Dylan. My dick's hard just hearing that. See, penises. 
P9. I, I want it, but as far, as far as them, you know, doing something new, no. Well, yeah, I think it'll happen eventually. Maybe not this year. I don't know if you were specifically saying this year, but maybe I should change my uh, answer. Maybe I'm confusing myself. I think I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say no. It's okay to be confused. You're <laughs> pissing me off. Everything you type is lowercase. I don't like it. Yeah, I hate it. Fuck out of here. You, Austin. <laughs> uh, now I'm going to keep doing it. Well, all right. So speaking of predictions, <laughs> tell us your second prediction, Austin. So my second prediction is the reason why I don't think Breath of the Wild 2 is going to come out next year is because I think that Nintendo is going to do the money thing. And I think they're going to release a 3D Zelda, 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 the fuck is a Zelda, Zelda trilogy on the Switch, just like they did with Mario, because 2021 will also be Zelda's 35th anniversary. And I could totally see, see them doing the same goddamn thing. And that's what I want. I honestly kind of want that more than I want Breath of the Wild too. Mm, fair enough. Be- and like I, because they could put anything on it. They could put any 3D Zelda games on it, and people would fucking lose their shit. People would fucking like spit their asshole out of their mouth. And that's what I want. <laughs> like Is that I think a reverse prolapse. Like it comes like straight out the mouth. Maybe I don't even know. Maybe. Um, but I mean, I see what you're saying. I do. But do you think that would honestly happen over Breath of the Wild too? Yes, absolutely. Because I, really? I think yes, because I think that I personally think it would make more money than Breath of the Wild too. Okay, now let me throw the same. Uh, like spectrum of like the Pokemon side we were just on. Do you think they would do both? Um, I definitely think that's also possible. Um, there's a lot of rumors and reports that a some type of remaster or remake for something for Zelda is in the works. Um, uh, I kind of like what you said earlier. I can't really give any specific sources, but I did find an article that um, was saying that a job offer went up from Nintendo looking for people to form a team in in Nintendo to specifically do that. And that job offer went up around the middle of last year. So I could okay. totally I could see something. What games would be included? Like, say they did the the Mario route and they did three, like three games in a collection. I could see them doing it's kind of hard because I I don't feel like they would do the same two game they would do two games from the same console. So like I don't think we'd get Ocarina and Majora's Mask. I definitely think we'd get one or the other. Um which Ocarina, in that case, Majora's Mask Wind Waker. Uh, I I I see Ocarina I see Ocarina Twilight either Twilight Princess or Wind Waker and the third one being Skyward Sword to do the same thing that Mario did and pick one per console. Even though I think Mario only really had one big one per console. I just personally, I don't see it happening. I think it's going to be all out for breath of the wild too. Um, but I'm not as big of a Nintendo slash Zelda fan as you are. I might just be speaking out of my mouth. Asshole. As you just casual. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. Um, (laughs) I just don't see it happening. I think it's going to be full on Breath of the Wild 2. A legitimate uh, listing did go up on on Amazon on Amazon's UK website a couple months ago of a Skyward Sword remake. So, considering that is the only, if I'm not mistaken, 
that is the only game in the franchise to be limited to the Wii U hardware. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure. Well, it was also on the Wii U. Wait, no, no, they did no, not get an HD remaster. Uh, no, I think it was just backwards compatible on the Wii U. No, I thought they, I, I, I'm pretty positive. I remember them releasing it uh, on the Wii U. Because mm, I thought the only Wii U games they did were an HD remaster for. Oh, wait, it was Twilight Princess. That's yep. what I'm thinking of. For the Wii U, they did an HD remaster of Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. Yeah. For whatever reason, they did both GameCube games, even though I don't know why they give Twilight Princess as many fucking chances as they did. Um, But yeah, uh, Skyward Sword is the only like 3D like console Zelda game, not, you know, excluding the fucking handheld titles, because most of those aren't fun anyway. Um, it's the only console title that has been like specific to one console. So I may, maybe if they don't do a trilogy, I could see them doing a Skyward Sword remake for Switch. And as long as they take motion controls out, I'd be super down for that. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> uh, and my reasoning is twofold. One, I think that Breath of the Wild is uh, part two is coming out next year, but also, uh, Nintendo does not have a track record of re-releasing Zelda shit the way they do Mario shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the the Mario stuff I think was like a one-off because mm-hmm. it's fucking Mario. Yeah, like with the with the exception of the Wii U games for Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, mm-hmm. they haven't really ever done this with Zelda. Not at least not to my knowledge. Um, they. Um, I, Twilight Princess was a cross-gen game with the Wii yeah. and the GameCube, mm-hmm. so it technically got three releases. Uh, Wind Waker got two releases, I believe. I don't think it was released on the Wii. No, I don't think so. And then Ocarina of Time has had Ocarina and Majora have also had two releases. Oh yeah, they had the 3DS remake. Mm-hmm. So Skyward Sword is legitimately the only game. Because, I mean, even technically, why the fuck you would play Breath on Breath of the Wild on a Wii U, I don't know. But if you wanted to, you fucking can, I guess. Um, Skyward Sword is the only, like, console 3D Zelda game that has not been on multiple consoles. Yeah, but I... So I can at least see that. I would also say that, like, the, like, Breath of the Wild on the Wii U uh, wasn't the version that, like they made that game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or, uh, and the same thing with, um, uh, like the, the cross gen on, uh, Twilight princess. Mm-hmm. Like, they were the, the, Wii wasn't the version that they made that game on. It was, it was for game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I wouldn't really technically count those as like re-releases. I would count those as like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm not counting them as re-releases either. So, uh, so we got a yes and two no's. I think yeah. so. Yeah. All right. Cool. That uh, brings me to mind. I'll go back with my first one. Um, I had to reiterate it because the more I thought about it, the more I don't think they could do another remaster slash remake right now. Um, specifically from blue 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 points point of view. Um, so I'm going to say Bloodborne gets introduced to the PC 
Um, this is something that I feel like has been a long time coming. It's something that has been asked for for many, many moons, <laughs> many, many years. Um, and I feel like this is the the path that Sony is going. Like Demon Souls just came out, so there's not really a focus on Bloodborne anymore. I believe. Mm-hmm. I think Dark Souls Three actually came out after the fact. So Bloodborne has been off the spectrum for a while. I don't yep. think it's going to get its sequel anytime soon. I don't think it's going to get a remake anytime soon. But what it could benefit from would be coming to the PC with that 60 frames option, which we did not have on consoles. I think it would run a lot better. And I think that is a good way for them to breathe more life into a game that isn't necessarily dying. I don't believe it is. But it's kind of fallen off the radar because of the two newer games that have been released in Dark Souls 3 and Demon's Souls Remake. And then on top of that, Elden Ring is coming out at some point in the future, which is Miyazaki's next game. So I think it would be a good time for Sony to be like, hey, we've got Horizon on there. We got Death Stranding on there. Let's go ahead and throw out Bloodborne. So I think that would be the next one to come as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to say yes, I agree with you. Um, and also, uh, just to back up your feelings on the thing, I'm pretty positive that there was a listing for Bloodborne, uh, on, uh, PC at one point, uh, maybe it was early this year and Sony shut it down saying, we don't have any news about this at this time, which to, to me says, yeah, we're working on this, but we we don't want to tell you. Well, I'm about it because like they killed us with the whole Demon Souls fiasco when they were like coming to PS5 and PC, and then they reiterated being like, "No, that was user error." Like, how the fuck is that a user error? You have to type that shit onto your little image. Like, how is that a user error? Yeah, and um, you have, to have like PR firms to fucking make sure that that shit doesn't get by them and. Yeah, so I don't understand that. That was a huge smack in the face to everyone who was excited for. I was completely enamored with the idea that that would even be a possibility. So I didn't have to get a PS5. And personally, I feel like they took it. If it is going to be a thing, I feel like they took it off of that. I I feel like they took that option away so they could bolster their sales of the PS5. Because if people knew that it was coming to PC, why the fuck would you get it on PS5? I mean, that's just... If you were already, if you had both or you had a PC and you were kind of on the fence about getting a PS5, maybe for that reason, I know plenty of people who bought a PS5 solely so they could play Demon Souls. That's it. They have a $500 Demon Souls machine. Just That's crazy. I don't know yeah. anyone who bought a PS5. <laughs> That's understandable. Um, but so I, when they took that away, that was that was crucial, and I feel like that swayed people to be like, okay, well, shit, if it's not coming to PC, it might as well get a PS5. So if they took it away for that reason, smart. But if not, like if it truly was user error, maybe we get the follow-up. Maybe we finally get Bloodborne, which would be huge to a lot of people. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would also. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't love that because I already own a PS4, but I would love it for other people. Yeah, and I will say Bloodborne is playable on the PS5. I hear mixed things. I hear it runs perfectly fine, and then I hear it runs almost worse. So I don't know how that works. I don't play it, don't want to play it until it comes to PC. 
So hopefully that's a thing in the future. Oh yeah. Yes. Agreed. Um, all right. We're down to my last prediction. And my prediction is Final Fantasy 16 gets a release date. Uh, so Final Fantasy 16, let me remember, or let me, I don't remember what it was or where it was that it got announced. Oh, it was at the PS5 showcase there. So um, it does, it, I'm sure that uh, it's not coming out next year. Uh, like I'm a thousand percent positive it's not coming out next year. Mm-hmm. Um, Final Fantasy 15 released in 2016 and finally got all of its shit out, like all of its DLC and and all of that stuff. Uh, by the I'm trying to find it. I'm pretty sure it was by the beginning of 2019. So by the time that they had fixed everything, gotten all the DLC out, added the multiplayer, all of that shit, uh, it was what three years after it released. Mm -hmm. Um, but with that said, I don't think the entire team was working on it that entire time. I think that probably, um, Oh, March, 2019. Yeah. Is, uh, when the last one came out. Okay. So, uh, I don't think that the entire team was working on all that stuff up through March of 2019. I, I just don't. Plus I'm pretty positive that this is, uh, from a completely different team. Like it's still the final fantasy team, but like this is, uh, if I remember correctly, it is being directed by the guy who directed final fantasy 14, which is the MMO. Um, give me just a second. I want to just double check and make sure I'm not speaking out my ass. Um, Yoshida. That's a producer. Come on, Josh, find your shit. Um, uh, Hiroshi Takai. Okay. Yeah. He's the guy who, um, or no, hang on. Final Fantasy 14 producer, Naoki Yoshida. Um, okay. Yeah. He, he was the one who turned around 14. So he's the guy who was directing, um, the Final Fantasy 16. So, my reasoning is this. I don't think that that they are just now starting development on this game. I think that they've been probably in pre, pre-production and all that shit um, and are, are now currently probably like coding the game and shit like that. Uh, so with that said, I also think that they want to get an announcement like this out because it will build good, build goodwill with square Enix and potentially have shareholders investing more money in the company after how much Avengers lost them. So I think that they're going to announce it, but 
I also 100% for sure do not think they're going to announce it for next year or even 2022. I think it's probably a 2023 game and they just say, Hey guys, just so you know, it is coming late, late 2022 or early 2022. And then they'll push it back and push it back and push it back. Oh yeah. Cause that seems to be the fucking, the MO with these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. But I will go with yes. I think I know it's completely outlandish, but Square Enix has a lot of ground to make up right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they yeah. fucked up bad. Um I think it's I think it will get an announce. Uh, I, I think it will get a release date. Um I don't know like Josh said I I would put my money more on 2022, but at the same time, I wouldn't be shocked if it was this year. I mean, if you failed and how, how much do we say they lost a hundred mil? Uh, yeah, it was over a hundred mil. I think it was like 105, right? Um, let me see Avengers. So even losing a hundred mil at that point, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was one Oh five, but Losing a hundred million dollars on a game, you're gonna want your heavy hitter to come out. I'm not gonna say as soon as possible because look at what the fuck happened with Cyberpunk. Um, and I feel like the whole entire gaming industry is going to learn heavily from that. Um, I think uh, CD Project CEOs fucked up big time. The developers did not. Sorry about earlier. Um, I think Square Enix is gonna want to get this game rolling as fast as possible and 2021 might seem unlikely, but I'm, I'm leaning towards 2022. I hope that it's not as far out as 2023. Um, but who knows? I, I think a release date is for uh, a certain, I do believe that though. Yeah. I agree. Um, so I, according to IGN, I, I don't know what this translates to in like us dollars, but, um, square Enix, uh, had an operating loss of 7 billion yen. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So fuck that. So yeah, release date probably is something that they're looking towards to kind of rekindle interest and maybe breathe some life into faith into Square Enix once again after that atrocity. I'm not saying that the Final Fantasy series took a hit because of Marvel. I'm saying Square Enix as a whole released a really pitiful game mm-hmm. um, and maybe Square Enix needs to, like I said, breathe some, breathe some life into the, the faith option. And I think yeah. that's where they need to head. I, I really genuinely think that they, yeah, yeah. one, they need to get like, so, they need to get the fans being like, Oh, what like, okay, we have, we have faith in you or whatever. And also they need the shareholders to be like, here's our money. Mm -hmm. So, um, and they, to my knowledge, I only played 14 very, very briefly after a realm reborn, uh, was re-released and I liked it and I don't really like MMOs. So I can say that I think that they have a solid director there. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, quick side note. 
<clears throat> seven billion yen roughly transfers to sixty-seven million seven hundred and forty-seven thousand four hundred U.S. dollars. That's a lot of fucking money. So basically, seven million or seventy million dollars in losses. Mm-hmm. God damn. <laughs> yeah, they. Well, I I tried to find the other day what the budget for that game for for Avengers actually was, and I couldn't find it. According to this article that I just pulled up, there was a guy who was tweeting about stuff. Uh, he, I don't, I don't know who exactly he is, but he said that the game cost over a hundred million. Uh, that was it. Yeah. And then uh, they lost 60 mil. Yeah. So what I'm seeing from, from an article talking about uh, Square Enix's loss, the game uh, costed between 170, 170 million to 190 million. It's a lot of money, guys. That's so much money. <laughs> That's so much fucking Correct. money, dude. Off. Where did the money go? Because I don't see it. It went into all those goddamn stupid ass marketing deals with fucking five gum. Like, <laughs> no one chews five gum. Honestly, there's no way you spent 170 million on five gum. You maybe spent 50 bucks for that marketing promo. Like Jesus. I'm man. just saying. I don't know a single homie out here who's chewing five gum. I, I don't know one. Uh, who all do they? Uh, this is. I'm gonna look this up just as a side note. We can go ahead and get to your next prediction, but I want to see if I can find all of the promotional shit they got with like. Yeah. Game. Um. What is your next prediction, yeah, sir? Go ahead and go to your next prediction. Um. Shit. Okay. Let me. Um. So. <clears throat> I think that some form of newly updated switch model will be announced next year. And the only evidence I have to say that is just because not really with home consoles, not particularly um, they, they, they do release minor updated versions. Like I know with the Wii, I'm, I, I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't know shit. They fucking did with the Wii U. Cause I don't even think they know what they did with the Wii U. Um, but I know, I know with the Wii, they released and they released a somewhat minor updated version where I think the only update was actually a drawback that it, it didn't have GameCube backwards compatibility. Um, I could be wrong. There could have been some upside to that, but I, I don't know what it was. I never owned a Wii until recently, so I have no idea what it was. Um, but I think that there will be some form of whether it's a whole new switch in general or maybe maybe a dock, maybe just a, a new model dock that somehow upscales it to 4K or, you know, as close as it can. Maybe it'll do the checkerboard shit that the PS4 Pro did. Um, and the biggest reason that I have to say that is because it was confirmed uh, about a month or two ago that Nintendo has been telling their first party developers to make sure their games are playable in 4K. They would not be doing that if they didn't have some kind of plan in mind. Um, I've seen speculation of maybe it's just a dock. I've seen speculation that considering we started off with the standard switch, which was a hybrid console. And then we got the switch Lite, which was a solely handheld console. I could totally see Nintendo doing a more powerful solely home switch console. I, I think that that is definitely a possibility and something Nintendo would do. Um, but, uh, I, I, so as a specific for your prediction, are you predicting a 4K Switch model? 
I'm yes. I'm predicting some type of 4K Switch model in in some way will have 4K compatibility. That's crazy to me to think about. Um, I don't think I've ever cared about playing Mario in 4K. Breath of the Wild would be pretty cool. <laughs> I think a lot of people have. Uh, <laughs> you shut the fuck up. I want to play Mario in 4K. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look at the benefits of playing something like Breath of the Wild in 4K. That I can see. That's literally the only game on the Switch where I'd be like, that would be cool in 4K. Like even Pokemon, I'm like, well, the trees look like fucking throw up, so I don't know why yeah, I want to see that. Game Freak didn't try with that. That's not the same thing. Game Freak just didn't try. And I understand, like, it's a possibility. Fine. The good thing about it is it's not some super fucking cyberpunk scaled game that's yeah. gonna, you know, run your Switch like a mm-hmm. jet engine. Like whatever Nintendo does release, I mm-hmm. feel like it could be more sustainable at 4k. Uh, I think it would look good. I think they would get their system to run as efficiently as possible. And I'm going to say, yeah. And I'll say, yeah, because what better way to play breath of the wild two than on a 4k Nintendo switch. The thing that gets me the most is even aside from first party Nintendo titles, there are so many games from the Switch that would benefit in 4K much more than what the Switch is able to handle now. There are so, like, Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey would be fucking gorgeous okay. in 4K. I just typed yes on the thing, and I'm going to I'm gonna throw you a bone. I'm going to give you the yes. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have to do something else because there is no way in flying fuck they can fit that onto their tiny little Switch cartridges, is there? Uh... I mean, come I, on. I'm going to say maybe because they do have the. So from what I know, Nintendo does not use them a lot. I think they're mostly reserved for the first party titles. I don't think any third party releases really get to use them. Um, so there is a 32. There's a 32 gigabyte cartridge and there's a 64 gigabyte cartridge. Nine, I would say easily 70, 75% of Switch titles are made on, are produced on the 32 gigabyte cartridges, mostly because they're cheaper. Um, that's that's literally the biggest reason why Doom Eternal only got a digital release on the Switch is because they did not want to pay out the money to try to fit Doom. Also, I don't even think Doom Eternal would have fit on the 64 gigabyte cartridge in the fucking first place. And so I don't know, man. I mean, if they could do all digital 4K, fine. But I see I see it being a huge issue trying to get a 4K game onto that. Now, again, this isn't going to be a Doom Eternal or a Cyberpunk or a GTA yeah. or a Red Dead. This is going to be Mario or Breath of the Wild. So mm-hmm. if they can if they can nail out that detail, and I know they can, they are a very tech savvy company. I oh, think yeah. that this will wait, be wait, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. I need to challenge that for a second. Did you just say Nintendo tech savvy? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, no one else has done anything like they have. They are definitely uh, innovative. That's what I mean. I mean, they're innovative, but I will say tech savvy is what we've not had anything like the Nintendo switch ever before. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that is innovative. Yeah, that's the innovation thing. I I don't think Nintendo knows how to fucking make consoles anymore. 
the last I don't time think they, they can a, keep uh, up with the true two consoles. I don't think they can keep up in that regard until this option maybe comes out. Hold, 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 they, hold, hold, hold the fuck oh, up. No. I don't know why I just stuttered so goddamn hard, but hold up. <laughs> Did you say a whole like for uh, an entire 15 seconds there? I sounded like the I sounded like the fucking kid from South Park for a second. <laughs> Have you guys, uh, real quick side note, have you guys seen the meme uh, of the kid who's trying to explain something? And he's like, when you do the how with, when you, yes. when you know that, yeah, that's what you sounded like just <laughs> Well, my daughter does need speech therapy. Maybe it's genetic. We'll see. Oh, God. So, um, how, how can you say Nintendo doesn't know how to make consoles when they've had the highest selling console for two years, for two straight years? Uh, I don't think it's been two straight years, but, but also you have to realize that the PS4 and the Xbox one have been on the market for seven years at this point. So and that's fair. The last two years, they probably like if if you wanted a PS4 or an Xbox one, you probably already had mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, um, and that's fair. I just innovative. That's the thing is, is they're innovative. Nintendo Mm -hmm. hasn't released a console since the N64 that was capable of being considered uh, top of the line, I would say. Um, And even then, graphics department, maybe. Well, no, I well, no, actually, definitely. Yeah, I I don't even think that because PlayStation blew them out of the fucking water. Oh, yeah. Every company did. I just think that like. And even I maybe even my N sixty four is is wrong. Maybe it's the SNES man. Because dude, no one in in nineteen ninety five was even remotely considering that. Yeah, cartridges are are still the way to go. Yeah, S- Sony was like, bro, you you got to move to CDs. Like, you you're making games on cartridges still. Like, who the fuck is doing this? Mm-hmm. I I just. I'm I'm not saying that they don't have the ability to do that. I'm saying that I don't know that they necessarily want to. Mm-hmm. It's that, like they found their niche and or niche, I don't whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh and and they're sticking to it. And that's that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad yeah. thing at all, but like you're not going to get I I think with like a possibly 4k switch model like you're not gonna be able to run fucking uh, I, I don't know like you're not gonna be able to run fucking cyberpunk on a switch you know no, what I mean? no. jesus and, christ though no. and that's because like they'll be able to put 4k shit out there sure but like it'll be like nintendo 4k and mm-hmm. like again that's not necessarily a bad thing because nintendo has an art style like they mm-hmm. they do what they do yeah but the I just like when I, when I think tech savvy, I don't think Nintendo. I mm-hmm. think Microsoft. I think PlayStation. I don't know. I the biggest the thing is is that I feel like at this point Nintendo they have to do something. They have to because the new consoles have come out <clears throat> to like five percent of people who wanted them. Um, the new consoles have come out. You're, you're, you know, may, maybe not this year. This year was a little dry in pretty much every fucking industry around all forms of entertainment. Um, 
but you're you're over the course of time you're gonna have these games start rolling out on these consoles Nintendo is going to get to a point. You can only release so many games from 2010 on the Switch at a time, you know? Like, you can only release so much. They have to get to a point where they can they can start bringing in some of these newer titles that actually are a feasible option. Because if you look at me and you tell me you prefer to play Doom on a Switch than, than on a PS4 or an Xbox, you're a psychopath. Something is wrong with you. There is, like... There, there's no way. Uh, granted, I, maybe Doom was a bad example. I haven't played Doom Eternal on the Switch, and I have no fucking plans to, um, because I already own it on two consoles. Why the fuck would I buy it on a third? Um, but uh, they, uh, I kind of lost what I was trying to say. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I had a whole fucking point. Uh, I, oh, okay, so Doom was kind of a bad example because. Uh, Doom 2016 on the Switch actually plays really fucking good because Panic Button does a phenomenal job at making sure those ports are stable. Um, granted, you lose some graphical power, but they're stable and they're fun. Um, but they, they have to do something. They have to. They can't stay so far behind Microsoft and Sony for so long. They can't. I'm, I don't know. Maybe to some people they can, but. They, I feel like they have to do something, and they have to do something soon. Otherwise, they're going to get flushed out of the market because I, I can only play so many games from 2012 at the same time. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, so is that three yeses? Yeah, I think it's three yeses. Okay, I, okay. I will say, I will say this real quick, but before we move on to Dylan's prediction, um, I think that. Nintendo doesn't necessarily have to compete with the PS4 and the Xbox um, mm-hmm. Series X. I, I I don't think that they have to compete. Nintendo mm-hmm. has found what they do. They do it well, and they're they're fine continuing down that path. Yeah, and I and I think that's great. So, uh, and that's that's fair. That's, but I I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Yeah, move on. All Good right. Deal. My last prediction is that Elder or Elden Ring will not come out in 2021. This is a game that started development in 2017 after the Ring City DLC for Dark Souls came out. Uh, this is going to be the game co-written by Hideteka Miyazaki, the creator of Dark Souls, all that good shit, and George R.R. R. Martin, the creator of Game of Thrones. So this game started production in 2017. And it was announced last year, 2019. Since then, we've not gotten fuck all from the game. We've not gotten any type of information. And that could be great. It could mean that we're going to get the announcement this coming year, whatever. But just given the track record that we've seen thus far, I do not believe we will get any type of release date. But I do not think for sure it will not come out in 2021. Okay. I would be pressed to say might not even come out in 2022, but we'll see. Um, I'm going to agree with you for the sole fact that I don't know shit about what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> like you said, George, R- you said uh, wh- whoever the fuck made Game of Thrones. And the first thing that came to my mind was is Game of Thrones. Is it even good? Because I've never seen it. Austin is like Tolkien. I thought he was dead. <laughs> Josh, what do you think? Christ. Um, I I actually think that uh it will come out next year. 
All right. Well, um, we'll see. I mean, we will see. I just, Miyazaki, he worked, if I remember correctly, he worked on one, two, Bloodborne, and three. And all of those games came out within, what, a six-year span? You're right, oh, but this time he has George R. R. Martin fucking working oh, with God, him, who's yeah, not even finished true. his shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's very true. I didn't even think about that. Um, um, I, I'm, I mean, I'm still going to stick with I, I yeah with no. I still think it's coming out in 2021. Well, I hope you're right because I'd love to play it. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. That I remember that trailer. What what year it was, was it? sick as fuck? That was last year. Was was it last year at E3? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, uh, maybe you're right. Maybe I need to change this. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember watching that trailer and thinking it looked fucking great. So it looks uh, really good. I don't know. I'm gonna. Who knows? Right now. It could be. It could be our yep. game of the year next year, and that could give us the three point bonus, and it could. We uh, could all agree on it. Listen, if that's the case, I'm not fucking. I'm gonna vote no. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm voting for a fucking Souls game as game of the year. You're right. You're right. Uh, Let's hear about that three point bonus. Yeah. All right. So our super big ultimate bonus challenge uh, that'll potentially fuck some of us is we will unanimously agree on our game of the year for 2021. That's a hard fucking no. <laughs> that is such a hard no. It's unbelievable. I don't even know why it's an option. Uh, I'm thinking to myself, um, I put it on here because I thought that maybe it was something that, you know, Mm -hmm. might be, might be possible because we don't really know a whole lot of stuff that's coming out next year as of right now. You know what I mean? Like we know that, uh, Horizon Forbidden West. We know that, uh, well, we now know Halo Infinite. Um, Far Cry other? 6. Far Cry 6, which w- we all love Far Cry. Um, isn't that uh, that Batman spinoff coming? Gotham Knights. Yeah, Gotham Knights. Oh, Suicide Squad is coming next year. Gotham Knights is slated for 22. Oh, Hogwarts Legacy. I know you guys probably yeah. don't care, but no, I I definitely want to. Oh, there you go. That I definitely um, will not play that. Well, the <laughs> thing is, I mean, and then we do have a pretty good chance at maybe Breath of the Wild too, and that's going to sweep us all by yeah. storm. I feel like, yeah, mm. for sure. And then, uh, like, e- even even some other stuff that like maybe doesn't look appealing but like could potentially like if we don't have anything else to play mm-hmm. reel us in like death loop i think i actually think death loop looks fucking great um it's a year of potential because there are a lot of question marks so yeah yeah accurate yeah, so uh i think it I th- i'm saying yes uh i do i know that's a weird one because we hardly ever agree on anything but i think next year has some stupidly good titles coming out that we know of and some potential games that are going to come out like the breath of the wild two and the Elden rings. I'm not going to say you guys are going to go for Elden ring, but I'm just saying there are these games that have the potential to come out this coming year that we don't know about that could sweep all three of us. I think next year is going to be a better year for gaming than this year. Mm -hmm. I, I am going to say no 
for the simple fact, uh, a little bit, uh, for me, it's a little more personal because like I went back and listened to the, um, I went back and listened to the, to the last episode, like earlier today. And, uh, I, they, we have some similar taste between the three of us, but I feel like I have a little bit more different taste than the two of you do, I guess. So I'm going to say no, simply because of that. We will see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to go yes, too. I'm going to vote big. That three-point yep. bonus. All in, baby. Um... Plus, fuck you guys. I think I'm better in all the other categories than you guys are. <laughs> I mean, all I have to do is make sure that I don't agree with you and I win the three-point bonus. Yeah, but probably by the time we're doing Game of the Year next year, none of us will remember this shit. So, Honestly, so right. it doesn't even matter. Just because you said that, I'm going to remember. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. Well, I can't remember what I had. Final for stretch. <laughs> Dylan's like, I got to get to sleep, motherfuckers. You're right. Uh, all right. Let's get our picks of the weekend real quick so Dylan can go get some sleepy times. Um, oh, boy, you'll gonna, be fine. I won't. I'm going to throw out uh, Nakey Jakey's video on The Last of Us Part 2. Um, I was not familiar with Nakey Jakey until very recently. Uh, and he has done two videos that in the last, uh, I guess, about probably the last year uh, detailing what he thinks are outdated, outdated game designs. And one of them mm. was on red dead redemption two. And the other one, which was much more recent was the last of us part two. And basically he breaks down why he thinks that that game is fundamentally flawed uh, from not a story perspective, but from like a game design perspective. Uh, it's really funny. It's uh, he's a very charming fellow. Um, I don't I don't really know much more that I could say about it. Just go watch it. It's it's a little long. It's almost an hour. <laughs> but uh it's really well thought out, really well researched, I think, and um he has a lot of really great uh points. So Oh yeah. I like the name Nakey Jakey. Yeah. <laughs> right. That name sounds super familiar. That implies a penis. That does oh, imply no. a penis. Yep, have to end it how we started. Um, you know what doesn't imply a penis? Yeah, I was about to say, tell us things. <laughs> tell us things, people. I don't know what transitions are. Oh, gosh. Oh, then so, it just went silent. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was like, God damn it. Someone picked this up. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say girlfriend reviews again. I'm pretty sure I've already said that as my pick of the week in, at least in another episode. Um, I talked about them. I don't think you've done pick of the uh, week for them. Hello. (laughs) Oh God. Austin just died. We got to the end of the episode and Austin died. Yep. Okay. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to go with my pick of the week and then I'm going (laughs) to dip out. So my pick of the week is, I I don't know if I specifically mentioned this in a pick of the week before, but I might have. It's uh, the Monster Cat music label overall. Um, they make a you lot know, of good... Like, only... e- Go on. 
what just happened? I stopped because you started talking. You, no, you disappeared you, off the yeah, face of the earth. <laughs> completely. What? Yeah, you did. All right. What was the last Please thing leave said? that in. Uh, you were going to say, I'm going to throw out this, and you started to talk about it, and then it literally sounded like you got abducted. Yep. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> well, I don't remember what the last thing I said was. The aliens but. molested fucking Austin's butthole. Yes. That's Stop. canon now. Stop. You're getting me chubby. Chill. Oh, God. All right. Just saying, I'm down for anal probes. Sounds tight. Okay, I'm going to finish mine, and then you guys can finish the podcast. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Monster Cat music is fantastic because not only have I listened to this uh, label for many, many years now, um, but the cool thing is is that this is the same music label, that, and they have tons and tons of artists on this label. It's not just Monster Cat, and that's the music. It's not. There's artists on here that just make constant uh, music um, and they come out through the Monster Cat label and Monster Cat does this cool thing where they release compilation albums and it has all these fantastic artists on there. On top of that, these are the people that make the music for Rocket League. So you hear these super catchy songs and these are the same people. Right. On top of all of that, Monster Cat is a very cool company and you can pay $5 a month to have what's called the gold license. And this is how you guys hear me streaming music on my stream without getting DMCA. It's all fucking Monster Cat. Mm -hmm. There are some tracks that are non-licensable, but you just simply don't add those to your playlist. And I'm telling you, there's more tracks that are licensable than the ones that are non-licensable. And there's tons to choose from. And I'm adding to my playlist literally every day that I can. It's an expansive playlist. And I just jam out to it whenever I'm playing something like Rocket League or uh, Minecraft, whatever, like a you know, multiplayer game, whatever. It's something that's not story-driven. I'm listening to those uh, artists. So Monster Cat is my pick of the week. Check them out. They are fantastic. Um, and if you're a streamer, $5 a month for the gold license. And you are... Good. Oh, you yeah. don't have any DMCA issues. Word. That said, this is my good night. I'm sorry to leave you two to end this part of the podcast, but I got to get to sleep. Love you, boys. It's been fun. It's been real. It has been fun. It has Ooh. been fun. Josh, I will get this to you in the morning. Austin, awesome. enjoy your penis. Get the fuck out and of here. Then, all right. That was sad, but I feel like I'm... <sighs> And then he just dips. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. Um, Lord. Go ahead and uh, finish up your uh, your thoughts on girlfriend. Uh, was it girlfriend reviews? Oh, no, I'm done. They're funny. Okay. It. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm, I'm super done. Cool. 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 Holy shit. Um, all right. Well, uh, yeah, that's it for us, uh, everyone. Uh, I hope that you don't kill yourselves listening to this. Um, that would be very bad. We're filming. It might be funny. <sighs> oh, please don't do that. Please, please don't do that. <laughs> Austin, Austin is responsible for that. If that happens, I, I had nothing to do with this. I take full responsibility. Um, cool. Well, as always, you can find us on social media for all things Culture Bop, Hunting Pixels, and the Culture Bop family of content. I think that the Twitter for Hunting Pixels is at Pixels Hunting. Um, 
The Instagram for Hunting Pixels has been bumping recently. Uh, I'm getting a, a few more posts out there, um, which hasn't been something that's been happening, but I'm, I'm getting on the ball, people. Uh, you can follow it at hunting underscore pixels CB. I am on Twitter at the Bebop Man 182, on Instagram at Bebop Man 182, and I am on Twitch. Um, I'm working on getting a schedule together. Uh, I think I said that earlier in the show. Um, if not, uh, I'm sure I've talked about it before. Uh, I'm going to have a much more stringent schedule for all things culture bop, including the show and my Twitch. Um, but you can go ahead and go over there and check it out. It's the underscore bebop man. Um, I haven't streamed in a hot minute, but I will be getting that going. Um, Dylan is available on Twitter and, uh, Twitch at O M Dizzy. He also has an Instagram for his Twitch slash YouTube, which is at O M Dizzy TV. Uh, he's got a personal Instagram also that we have been chatting out for a while. It's at O M Dizzy. Uh, go check out any of those. Austin, you have a Twitter account. It's at yeah. the couple plays. Also, I don't usually shout this stuff out uh, at the end of the episodes, but uh, go check out Culture Bop stuff. Um, it's supposed to be like the hub for all of this, and uh, it's where my YouTube channel is. Um, so, yeah, just go check that stuff out. Uh, I think I've got some pretty decent videos up on YouTube. Uh, one in particular I think is actually uh, really good. It's... Um, the uh i forget the name of it what's what the fuck did i name it oh my god uh culture bop god i should have come this on, at the ready i'm a fucking moron come on josh i know um it's about cowboy bebop it is why cowboy bebop is the best um oh no yeah go check that out i think i think i did a pretty decent job editing it um I think it is maybe my best video. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I'll check it out. Even though I don't um, like Cowboy Bebop, I'll check it out. Oh, God. You're so wrong about everything. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, go check that stuff out. Uh, uh, we need to get out of here. We're fucking... We're very tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm working 18 hours tomorrow, so... Fuck. I just worked a very long week with a, like, 12-hour shift in there myself, so... Yeah, it fucking sucks. <sighs> All right, we are out. We will see you. Uh, oh, uh, real quick. Um, I forgot about this. Next week, our episode may come out a little bit later just because it is the uh, the week of Christmas. So um, we might have to finagle some stuff in order to get uh, recording times down for everyone because yeah. this is our Game of the Year episode. Woo! Um, and that's probably going to entail a fuck ton of fighting. So it's going to be a long one and we need to accommodate that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So maybe don't expect piece it. of shit. <laughs> maybe don't expect it on Friday. Like we normally do. Um, it, it might come a little bit later, but, uh, just know that it is coming and, uh, yeah. So Merry Christmas to everyone and we will talk to you soon. Goodbye.